gosh. This is conversate. This is conversate, guys. This is yes. conversate. I'm loving it. I'm loving we it. We got this all, you know, this is how we starting. Um, welcome to the show. Welcome. Yes, it's high key. It's high key today. We are on one. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So how you living? Melody. How am I living? Well, it's our birthday month, number birthday one. Birthday yes. month. You know what I'm saying? July out here. I was I'm the first. last up. Uh, you're the last up. You're coming up next this week. Nope. Um, but um, I'm living really good. Uh, this past week or a couple of days or this whatever, since Monday, uh, I have been fasting from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. every mm. day. What? And uh, God has been rocking my world. I I just feel like I am on this path of restoration and just really understanding who God is on a deeper level. Um, me and a sister was able to attend this conference yesterday online. Um, it's some conference that uh, Tony Evans' wife hosts every year. Mm. Um, I think it's like deeply rooted in Christ or something like that. But she actually just passed away not too long ago. But her her um, daughters are carrying on her legacy. Um, <clears throat> so they had this online conference, and Jackie Hill Perry, which is whoo, that that woman Fire. Right there, she just she just articulates and break down the word in a way that just makes you rethink your life. Um, <laughs> and there was one thing that she shared that really has stuck out to me that I'm going to try to continue to adopt as my own as I continue to seek a deeper relationship with God is that a conviction is not enough. Like, I feel like your conviction de definitely reminds you of your why, but your relationship with God is what sustains you. It's what mm. like add value to your life in a way that even when you're tempted with things that take you away from him, you, when you understand the value of something is, is you don't easily just kind of wrap yourself into that. Um, and I think that's what I've been learning through this process because even just like the fact that I'm just not eating for 12 hours is discipline within itself, especially when you have people around you that's eating mm -hmm. in front of you, that's tempting you, that's keep asking you, do you want to eat something? You're just like, I said, no. <laughs> so like, just like that discipline of like, you know what, like, even when I'm tempted with what I'm fasting from. It, it helps me to know that I have that much strength in Christ too. When I'm tempted with the sin that continues, that's not the, that's not different. The enemy doesn't tempt me with different things. He already, like he knows what I struggle with. He knows what I had to give up to in order to gain God. So he's always going to tempt. So now it's like I feel like at this point, it's strategy for him. For me, it's just like it's re repetition. So it's like you might present it in a new way, but it's still the, it's still rooted in the same thing. So mm -hmm. because I was able to say no to those people, it like gives me that courage and that same power to say, I can say no to those things as well that try to take me away from God. So this has just been like a really, really good, like week of just restoration and just understanding who God is and how much he values me and how much I value him. And it's something I definitely want to continue to practice as a spiritual discipline. Like I probably want to do this like seven day thing like every month just to continue to remind myself of who God is when I can, can, can tend to forget. So 
Amen. That's been how I've been living, you know. And then I was able to celebrate my birthday. I came to Atlanta. I saw a few of y'all. I didn't see everybody. Right. Because I was really <laughs> going down there to see my grandma and my sister and my nieces that I haven't seen in a while, uh, which was further south in Georgia. But um, I am planning another trip, and this time it will be solely in Atlanta. So I'll be able to make my rounds to the people especially Steve and Darius, who I wasn't able to see. I did see Shawnee, so I can't say I didn't see her because I did. What? Um, love she you. She just won't do. That <laughs> is She's how right. I've been living. All right. You. <laughs> how you living, Shawnee? Oh, man. I'm living blessed, honestly. I recently, uh, I bought a plane ticket home to LA for $5.60. That's right. That's $5 and 60 cents. So I'm going to go home for a month and just kind of like recoup, recharge. I think that it's a really interesting time. And I want people to like hone in on this time, right? Like, it's not just like we all in Georgia got a chance to push pause, but like everybody in the world got this really cool opportunity to push pause, right? So when my boss hit me up on Friday and she was like, listen, you could work from anywhere in the u.s as long as you have reliable wi-fi mm -hmm. so i just started researching things and was like man you know i want to go to a beach maybe i'll just like rent, get a rental property or something like that for the summertime like in hilton head or something like that and it was like wait yo your parents live at the beach go mm -hmm. home it's free so um five dollars and sixty cents is going to get me home next Monday, next Tuesday, one of them two days, whenever the third falls on those days. And um, it's an amazing thing to know that we can do all the things that we do from anywhere in the world. Like, yeah. think about your yeah. level of productivity right now, right? Either it's like low, 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 because you're not motivated to do nothing, or it's like yeah. high, high, high. And then you are looking for every level of like, expertise that you ever wanted to think about right yeah you're elevating your podcast you're putting content out on youtube you're dreaming i mean like even when i think about what the path church is doing like i had a friend come over and watch church with me today and he was like wait a minute is this real and i was like yeah this is it and he was yeah. like so y'all did this like because y'all had like a supreme like uh type of something something going on before pre-pandemic and i was like no nah. We was legit, like, recording servers on an iPhone. <laughs> like, yeah. And think about the gifts that have come through during this time. Like, mm -hmm. we're all growing in such an amazing way. And, like, um, I mean, like, at the same time, it hurts. Because yeah. some things that we're growing through, like, you know, like, if you don't know by now, it, you, you don't, I don't know if you're going to know. But, yeah. like, think about the, all the idols that have come through in your heart right now in this season, right? Like, mm -hmm. It is the most crucial time that God has given all of us, like, to be able to slay those Goliaths, like, mm. slay those Goliaths. So I think about, like, all the stuff that I'm working through. I think about all the stuff that I'm premiering and producing. I think about, like, all of, like, my passion projects that have came through during this time. And, um, like, some days are hard, but, like, truth, kind of living large. Mm -hmm. It's a good day. It's a good season. Awesome. Hey. Awesome. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Golly, y'all come with these sermons right now. Hey, 
Uh, we in our word. Let's go. We in our word. Let's go, Hebrew Israelite. How are you living? <laughs> <laughs> you got to come with it now. You're never leaving it, living it down. Oh, <laughs> All right. Y'all want to know how <laughs> Okay. House <All> Jesus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Moses. Mm. All right, guys. <laughs> I can't hold it. I can't hold it. Oh my goodness. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Come on. I'm back. I'm back. <clears throat> How you living, Stephen Neal? Yes. All right. So this is our birthday month, as you yes. mentioned. Uh so my birthday was last Saturday. Um, and you know what? I was kind of bummed maybe a month out. Because I was like, you know what? I usually have my people with me and we go sit down and have a nice meal, whether it's like, you know, like at a Mexican Mexican place, Mexican. you know, get some tacos. <laughs> 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 you know, like <laughs> E unit. Yeah, exactly. Uh Mexican place, uh, or just one of my favorite spots. My other favorite, my number one favorite is seafood. So oh. Yes. It's, I love crab legs. It is my absolute favorite food on the Absolutely. entire planet. Same here. Uh, so that didn't stop because we had ourselves a crab boil. You know, uh, the so Brit, the Browns, um, Alice even came through. Uh, so uh, we boiled four pounds of crab, Ooh. two and a half pounds of shrimp, uh some crawdads some crawfish i don't know how much it was i don't i don't eat them so everybody else ate them yeah. uh and then some red potatoes and some corn mm, and we just so got good. down got the old bay and the butter sauce you know yeah uh, and we just went to it we just went to it and it just felt like a birthday it really did uh <laughs> with your you know people around you and everybody sending their well wishes happy birthday you know so that was uh, a great birthday. I I will not oh, soon it was forget eight it. Pounds of crabs, she said. Pretty said eight. Was it eight? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. It was two four-pound boxes. That's mm -hmm. right. Two four-pound boxes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, okay. eight pounds. And, and I got sausage. me a new. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. And the and the turkey sausage and the turkey sausage. You know? <laughs> I didn't go all the way, Andouille. You know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I got a new steaming technique now. I can't go back to boiling because, see, I I usually boil the crab, just straight no. up boil it, and that's yeah. that's a crapshoot yeah. because you can overboil and then your meat is all soft and you can't get it out the shell and it's just mm -hmm. it got water all yeah, in the just, yeah. 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 But but steaming five Ooh, minutes, you're yep. good to go, so good. good to go. <clears throat> you gotta run that back when I come visit. Yeah, yeah, it's easy, yeah, yeah. It's so easy. Yeah, it's, yeah, we can. Run you know what I'm saying? We might not need fishermen's catch anymore, Darius. <laughs> hey man, where y'all got them boxes from? A uh, Kroger. Kroger. What? Yeah, man. They didn't, they didn't look like no Kroger crab legs, man. Now nah, I see you gotta get the box though. You can't just fool with the deli anything they got going on in the deli, because half of that is not what you want. Cause it's exactly. sitting out all day and nothing is worse than warm sour crab. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. nothing. Yeah. That will make Who you angry. That? I don't want that. Tastes like trash. <laughs> tastes like tastes like trash can juice smell in the summertime. Yes. No. <laughs> That'll make you fight somebody if you Man, boil four pounds and it's all sour. That's that's a bad God. day. That, that threw so up a little bit. <laughs> 
Hold on. <laughs> it's as disgusting as it sounds. Yeah. Cash can juice. Yeah, I'm telling you, if you one day if you ever ride behind a trash can and smell that juice that be dripping out that uh trash compactor. Do we really have to go there in detail? Yeah, let's stop talking about that. <laughs> All right, yeah, 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 let's stop talking. About yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, but that was bad. That was my birthday behavior. Uh that's how okay, I'm living. Behavior. Uh <laughs> how are you living, Darius J? No. L L Sahim. <laughs> I am living well. I have been living well. You know what I'm saying? I have been doing good. You know what I'm saying? La uh, this past Friday, I had a chance to be involved in a, a young adult conference online. You know what I'm saying? You did that. Yeah. You did that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That was that was a good time, man. Like, I, can't, I can't even knock it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, I, we was talking about... Um, uh, mastering singleness, you know what I'm saying? Mm, mm. And me, Dang, well, me, like me, and my wife. That? Yeah, me, my Can I wife. Can get the cliff notes? Yeah, yeah. Me, my wife, and my cousin, um, Quinquita Wright. She uh, in Texas right now. She's a military mm -hmm. captain. Um, so we talked about that. She pretty much came, you know, ran the show. But you know what I mean? Me and my wife gave our tidbits on singleness because you know what I'm saying? We were single one time before we got married. Uh-huh. Um, so it was good, man. Like I can't even knock it. Like some of the things that I had remembered, you know what I'm saying, or the struggles, you know what I'm saying, that we go through being single, you know what I'm saying? And but oftentimes people look at singleness as it's a bad thing. Like I had a lot of fun in my singleness, even though I was struggling with some things, but I still had fun because it was a growing time. It was a processing time. It was a time that I could be forged into the man that God needed me to be for my wife or just to be period. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because a lot of people want to, they think singleness is the last race before mar marriage. And you just like, nah, man, let me tell you something. That is the race, you know what I'm saying? Because um, God is going to give you gifts that you can either take part of or you could just set them to the side. You could be like the person in the parable of the talents, you know what I'm saying? You could either take what you got and make something of it or you can bury it and you be like, God can come to you and be like, well, what did you do in this time? You know what I'm saying? Kind of like what Shona was talking about during this time of, stillness what mm -hmm. did you do it's a lot of things that we can do in the times that we are in sometimes a lot of the times that we get un unfocused and we're just like well why am i here why I ain't got what i've been praying for like hey man some of those things that you're praying for can be idols you yeah. know what i'm saying because yeah. if all, all you fact. do is pray about all yeah. you can do is pray about a relationship you ain't praying about nobody else you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying <clears throat> Uh -uh. And all, you know what I'm saying? So therefore that thing has become your idol. And if you get it, it will become your poison. You know what I'm saying? That's a real so. live thing right there, bro. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. It will become your poison because you have held it at such high esteem. You actually put it past God. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because that's all you came to God for, and that's all you wanted. And now when you get in that state, you cannot. You cannot bear any good fruits from it because all you have is that thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of like praying for things and you're blessed and then going out in the streets and talking about it the whole time. 
But yeah, we did that Friday. Me and my wife we had a blast. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know how my wife is. She get down on that side oh, of the yeah, game. She does. Uh, she gonna talk that talk. It. You know what I mean? So I love that. I appreciate a man in your life, uh, Covenant um, Life Center, giving me that chance. You know what I'm saying? I know I messed up, Kenitra. I know. I'm used to hitting the acronym, not saying the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but they gave me that chance. It was a good time. You know what I mean? Um, and Coming up on my birthday, July 31st, Friday, you know what I'm That's saying? Right. And, uh, Period. Last I'm gonna but not celebrate. least. I'm going to celebrate all week long, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm really going to commune. Well, I commune with God, period. You know what I'm saying? But I'm really just – a lot of times back in the day, I didn't feel like I celebrated my birthday. You know what I mean? Because – uh, I just didn't feel like it was, I just like, it's a regular day. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to work, do whatever I do. Woo, woo, woo. But I had a revelation one time I was praying. I was in here. Most time y'all know I get up early in the morning. So I was up and I was just praying. And I was like, I was like, Hey man, you know, you not celebrating that day. I brought you into the world. It's kind of uh-huh. like a slap in the face. You know what I'm saying? Like, you treating it like it's a regular day, but it's not. You know what I'm saying? That's the day I brought you here. That's the day you came in on this earth, 10.34 a.m. Um, and so I was just like, okay, you know what I'm saying? I see that. I'm going to celebrate my birthday. I'm grateful for that day. I'm grateful that I'm alive. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I'm happy about my birthday. You know what I'm saying? I know that's something my wife, she always she always try to get me in the mood to celebrate because I'm not a holiday or a birthday person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, she be trying to get me in the mood. I have, I've been getting better at Christmas though. But um, I, that's that's <laughs> it, man. Like, I, <laughs> um, I, yeah, man, I've been living good, man. This time right here is a lot of time for me to study the things that I need to study. I've been doing in my, good in my classes. Mm-hmm. I've been, on track with my certification studies and stuff like that. So, you know, actually been giving me a lot of time to do the things that I need to do and put yeah. like, outside of me getting hurt at time. You know what I'm saying? It was, it's been good, man. Like I, I can't complain, man. I've been loving it. I've been living well. Hey. Awesome. Man. Good stuff. Yes. Yeah. Amen. 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 So, um, we got a show to do. So, Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, I'll be your conductor this evening, in case you were wondering. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> a little, a little switch up. But anyway, first things first. Um, <laughs> uh, we have an announcement. We have an announcement from Walmart, um, our favorite store of the pandemic, or one of your favorite stores. Mine's Amazon. But anyway, um, Walmart has announced that they will be closed on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Now, we all know how Thanksgiving Day in Walmart goes down, like around 6 o'clock when you've stuffed yourself full of turkey and other such trimmings. You drag yourself to the line at Walmart take a nap there, wait till the store opens, and then ramsack it for some TVs or whatever you like to do, whatever Whatever you like to shop for. But that's not going to happen this year because of COVID and logistics and, you know, people wanting to be with their families, obviously. 
during that time. So Walmart got ahead of it and was like, there's no Thanksgiving Day Walmart activity. All right. So, I mean, for at least Thanksgiving night, they'll be able to be with their families. I mean, they didn't say anything about Black Friday. They're probably going to open at like 12 a.m. and the, the shenanigans will continue. But Thanksgiving, Walmart, they get it off. What do you guys think? It's great. They've been working this whole time. The whole time, right. Consider essential workers, you know, at this point, you know. So I feel like that will be a great way to reward them. Go spend time with your family. Let me tell you something. I thought Walmart had got woke. I thought they were recognizing that Black Friday was a terrible day for the African-American people. No, no. I wouldn't you know count on it. I thought it was doing, you know what I'm saying? But then after I read the article, I was just like, ah, oh, y'all just doing it because y'all want to get people sick and get sued. I am very displeased. It's a corporate move. You know what I'm saying? It's a corporate move. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, eh, you know what I'm saying? Walmart, you did your thing, but you know, Black Lives Matter. COVID Lives Matter. That's what they're saying. You know COVID what I'm saying? That's a good thing. <laughs> I can't. Well, your thoughts, uh, Shawnee? I think this whole institution is a tr- is trash. First of all, somebody who hates Walmart, hate Walmart. Hate the smell of Walmart, just hate Walmart in general. But I do love a good Black Friday TV. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I need a few of them. You know what I mean? Like, what are we going to do with all the money we've been saving during COVID? We now can't go to Walmart and buy TV? What? <laughs> what kind of trash is this? You know what I mean? I just, yeah. I just boycott Walmart from now on. They don't even sell that good Italian ice I like no more. So we should just stop. Man, just man they do t- not. They do not. That Minute Maid Italian ice, they ain't got it. Man. Why are we even going to Walmart? That's what I'm saying. Hey, I'm with you on that. I'm with, I'm with you on that because I went in there looking for that last uh, February or something, you know what I'm saying? I was just, I don't know why I had a taste for it. And I was just like, man, Walmart usually had this. Went in there, I was like, Walmart should be burned down. Burned down. But you know who does have it? Who? Amazon. Man, Amazon, Amazon. is uh, shaking it's everybody just, down. I just, I, I was just about to say, Amazon just like, Amazon like a thrift you. shop that got all good stuff. All good stuff. At low, low, low prices. I mean, I bought like a 50-pound batch of it. You know what I mean? I could send you something to your house. I could roll by your house this afternoon and just drop some off at your doorstep. You know why? Because Amazon is everything and Walmart is trash. We've already read about it. Everything. Yeah. There's not much I can say about the whole Thanksgiving thing. It's just, I'm glad that employees were able to get off because they've been working since COVID has been uh, here. And... (laughs) I think that's the only good thing I can say. I mean, I feel like if it was affecting like the whole Black Friday thing and controlling the crowds in that regard, it's just like they still want to make their money. They still want to capitalize at the end of the day. And I just don't think that's safe. I think they need to close they just the day giving, after too. <laughs> yeah, because I'm about to say, you're giving them people rest. They're going to be fueled. <laughs> After that Thanksgiving dinner, they're gonna, they gonna have rest. They're gonna be full of rest. They're gonna go alcohol. to sleep, wake up that morning, and they're gonna be like Walmart TVs. Exactly. They're gonna be like a bunch of Vikings. 
Exactly. They are. But they're going to storm the doors down. It yeah, is. Walmart going to open up. A I think they're they going to open up. Yes, yes. Low key, low key, people might be so energized that they just loot up Walmart. You know what I mean? It's going oh, there Lord. with bats, like taking it down. Hey man, I get. <laughs> hey, I get me a good loot TV. I mean, you know what, bro? You already got a gun. Hebrew Israel, light it up. Let's do it. Oh, Let's, no. I think we should just break into Walmart. No, no. Get us some free TV. I'm a criminal now. <laughs> nah, man. You know what I'm saying? I did buy me a new uh, SP uh, MP40 uh, Smith & Wesson. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Okay. See, like, what? The government's going to connect the dots, Darius. You can't... <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> They're going to line up those receipts. That gun with it that towel. His, and it's going to be... Name? His new name is Big Brother it's Raheem. Raheem. <laughs> Big Brother Raheem. Big Brother that, Raheem. That's what Chris told, you, told us to that's call right. you guys. Raheem. Big All right. That should give me an old school stereo. <laughs> It'll be radio Raheem. Yeah. It'll but, be like, yeah. And just Raheem in one arm and then gun in the other arm. You know, we storm exactly. a Walmart. Oh right after we eat I that last thing, I can play my own looting music. And you can, can loot hey. to a soundtrack. You can use that Wait. towel in the background as a head wrap. <laughs> wow. Mella, you should make him a beat. You know what I mean? So you can just, you know. Exactly. Now, nah, I'm going to loot to that KB song. You know what I'm saying? TK. Wow. Okay. Shut up. Wow. <laughs> wow. But all right. I'll frame okay. it this way, guys. Um, I think that the past couple years that they have opened at 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day, got a lot of negative backlash. And I don't think a lot of people took advantage of that. I think they were seeing that the numbers were going down, the novelty wore off. It's like breakfast at McDonald's all day, right? The novelty's worn off. Yeah. People don't want to get McGriddles in the middle of the day anymore. They just don't. It, it's not as hot as it used to be. But anyway, mm -hmm. back to Walmart. So yeah. I think the you know, the rush, the frenzy, oh, I can go right after Turkey is over. So Walmart was like, you know what, let's, let's make a play that makes us look concerned. And we're just going to open at 12 a.m. on uh, Black Friday. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's, the way, that's the way they used to be doing it. Like, back when we were kids, that's the way they did it. Right. Like, the stores opened up at midnight. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't really too much change. It's just going exactly. back to what we It's just six but hours the more. Pandemic, right? Why? Exactly. Why are we even doing this? Hey, no one will do it. Because they can rob that way. You already got the mask it. on. And it's going to be cold. Ooh. You put a hoodie on, mask with some gloves. Ah, oh, man, you can slip out the teeth. Oh, you can act like you scanning cabbage or looking up cabbage on the thing. And you could act like that TV scan for it, and then you could pay for the weight of the cabbage, which is the TV, and walk out the door clean with it. Because you know what? During COVID, they don't like to touch people, and they don't want to risk getting that disease. I, you know what? Never mind. This is well thought out, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's my, my follow-up question was about to be, um, so How is you this something that you're planning to do? Wait, or is this something that you do yeah. on the regular? Like, or how many TVs done. you got in your house? You Let's ask your wife. I only got one. You know what I'm saying? I am a saint. I am a disciple of God. Uh -huh. Jesus Christ and uh -huh. the Latter-day Saints. Well, and the Latter-day Saints. 
12 pounds of cabbage later is what he's saying. He has he has TVs in his house all throughout so during COVID. I will, I yeah. will say this. Uh, I was in a self-checkout, and I was checking out my things, and I was waiting for the clerk to go and get something that I needed because it didn't have, like, the barcode on it. Mm-hmm. And when she finally came back, she scanned it, and she said, you can pay for your stuff and go. All of my other stuff disappeared. If I was not a disciple, I would have just paid a dollar and walked out. That's what I'm saying. Stuff. Hey, but I'm telling you. Hey, it don't happen plenty of time, folks. Back in she the She just day. walked away. And I was like, I could have I could have had a bunch of food for a dollar today. Se- se- back in the day, self-checkout was a dollar. Listen, dime. bro, that uh that was that was somebody's yesterday. So let's not judge them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody else said, yeah, you know. That that was that was somebody we knows yesterday. It wasn't me, but it was. It wasn't me either. It wasn't me either because I was at the house. Uh huh. Eating Mm. uh, cinnamon toast crunch with almond milk. That's right, because most black people are lactose intolerant. Yeah, and oh no, and I was getting my hair done. You know what I'm saying? My wife was doing my hair. Uh huh. Uh, See, alibi. Got it. Slick. And I'll watch a full metal alchemist. It's all on my Roku stick. So, so what I want to know from the people is, um, is this going to affect your Black Friday strategy? Like, did you gain yes. an extra advantage from that six hours to get your, like, 12 DVDs for $20? Because that's what I do on Black Friday. I just rack up on DVDs. Although I'm streaming so much now, I may not go back to that well. You know? Yeah. Yeah, if you want some DVDs there, buddy, I got a whole bag full of DVDs in my room. You can have them if you want them. <laughs> That's double a double bag, bag of DVDs. <laughs> like, I have a huge duffel bag full of DVDs. If somebody wants them, you can come get them. You, know you need to hit some barber shops with that. You need yeah. to hit That's some right. barber shops, some beauty shops, something. I can't. What I want to hey, know from so- people is who still has a DVD player? Right, that part. I do. I do. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and if you bro. got a PlayStation or Xbox PlayStation, One, you, yeah, you have one. Yeah. Yeah, you have one. A <laughs> Blu-ray player that can play. And that new one, when it come out, I'm going to get that joint because it got eight, eight <laughs> capabilities on it. Baby. Chris said he does oh, not okay. do Black Fridays. He does Cyber Mondays. Oh. Mm. Oh, man. Oh. I used to, I used to do Cyber Mondays. Because my, my mother-in-law used to get them codes. <laughs> For uh, Amazon, where you could put stuff in, and then it'd be like five dollars. Wow! I could have got, got a, I could have got a smoke machine for like ten dollars. So she done made an algorithm what? to cheat the system. Oh wow! No, wow. they hand them out. They hand them out to certain people for some reason. But we just get because I had got a back massager, a book bag, uh, a, a diffuser, oil diffuser. All kinds of stuff, man. Pay like twenty five dollars for it, like five dollars a piece, man. I was out here killing it, Chris. You remember what I'm talking about, dog? Y'all had got down on it too. I'm so done. <laughs> My fellow disciples. I'm done right now. Well, run me those codes to come Cyber Monday. I might join Chris. Who am I to question God's blessings? Huh? Who am I? I, I, God's I don't know who you are, but I'm questioning them. I'm confused. How does it work for you, bro? <laughs> I don't know who hey, you man. are. Oh, boy. Amazon bro, bro. recognizes you put them in the uh, coupon or uh, uh, what you call that thing? Slot, the apply now spot. And you put it in there like XYRT. Like blue, blue. Taking out 75%, man. I can't. That's pookie them scamming the system. <laughs> 
I'm done. And y'all don't even know. It's okay, though. <laughs> well, you know, Jeff Bezos just made like $13 billion the other day. So, you know, he probably won't even notice. Oh, uh, man, I need is. to check my Amazon stock then. You, you need to. You need to. If you're not making money, he's he's gaming y'all. He's gaming all of y'all. He's making a lot ah, of money. Man. Best way to do stocks is options, guys. Mind. Don't buy single stocks. Do options. Options. That sounds great. Sounds like great advice. He's got options. I like it. Yeah. Sounds like great advice. So, mm-hmm. speaking of COVID behavior COVID and other behavior. things that it affects, you notice that we are almost to August, guys. Yes. Oh, and God. Nothing major has been released in the movie theater because of COVID-19. We have not been able to make our trips to the block bush to take in the blockbustery, as me and Darius have coined it. Yeah. Blockbuster movies. The blockbuster movies. Movie summer is dead because uh, the respective studios for Mulan and Tenet have announced that they have taken those movies off their calendars. They're not even like saying, they're not even gonna push it back. They're like, we don't even know when we're gonna release this next because of COVID-19. A lot of movie theaters are starting to try to open back up, but they don't wanna open up if Tenet and Mulan aren't there. So that's Disney, that's Warner Brothers. Those are some major tentpole films, hundreds of millions of dollars to make big summer events that we are used to and they're not happening and people aren't going to come out without those things being at the movie theater so mm-hmm. uh so how's it looking in you guys estimation guys uh as far as the box office business as we know it i don't for personally i think it's going to it's this time it's going to be a shift you know what i'm saying this is why i tell people like hey buy some uh netflix stock Buy streaming stock because somebody gonna get a piece of this pie that is seemingly just sitting. You know what I'm saying? All, all the ingredients are out to grab to make this pie work, but you know what I'm saying? Since you know AMC and them has sold had all their money sold up in brick and mortar. You know what I'm saying? While all these streaming platforms had the internet. Hey man, a lot of people ain't gonna be comfortable with going back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Knowing what what can come about by getting in contact with different things and people, you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, as much as we like people to wear masks and wash their hands, it's a lot of people that don't. Cause most time I see them and I be like, Hey man, you ain't going to wash your hands. Nope. But, but that'd be, I'd be awkward to people in the bathrooms. They'd be like, yo, you just called me out about when I wash my hands. I was like, Hey man, you just going in a place that I might have to touch stuff. You touch so much. Anyway, but <clears throat> so, um, I'd be like, it's time, man. I think it's going to move away from that. I think because I just don't think it's coming back the way y'all want it to come back, the way some no, people want nah, it to come back. I think not. the movie experience is going to change forever. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because it's some things that I be reading online that are possibilities and some even some things I put out there. And I believe, I think I put something out there. Somebody took it down. It was a good idea. Right. They probably stole it. But anyway. Shut <clears throat> sure, up. Um, a lot of you you got a lot of crime going on right now, bro. Yeah, and it's just what? That wasn't crime. This is good ideas. Why are your ideas always leaning to the left, though? Like they ain't crime. Like <laughs> it's just like I had a good idea for like uh, Netflix to be able to purchase. You know what I'm saying? The right. Me and Steve don't talk about this, folks, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, ain't no, I ain't no hear my comment. 
I I heard it. I heard it, Mello. What'd you say, Mello? I I did too. You're on crack. But it's a brand new day when Mello's the first one to mention cocaine on this episode. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, wow, you said that? That's usually my line. But hey, I see you don't wit we couldn't do you, you, and I'm you. You know what I'm saying? So, right, so she's right. just riding on the train now. She can do whatever yeah. she wants. Yeah, she can do what she wants. She, yeah. I wasn't thinking crack. I was thinking more like Breaking Bad meth with the curtain oh. thing in the background. That's a curtain now. You know, I yeah, thought we... about, you know, I really thought about that Breaking Bad when I saw that curtain in my, I was just like, that Jesse Pinkman. I can't. Yeah, I mean, if you pull it back, it's, it's oil underneath there. <laughs> Keep all the light out. Anyways, back to what we're talking about. Right, right. Any more thoughts? <laughs> I, guys? I have a lot of thoughts on this. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts, too. I, yeah. I, well, the two that I'm going to address right now, unless I'm prompted otherwise through conversation, is that they need to bring drive-ins back like in full throttle you know? full throttle yeah because i think that is where they're gonna be able to i i myself may even invest in the property and put some screens up myself take some take some emission and uh get these screens rolling uh but then also too i'm just trying to figure out why are they not taking the streaming route because everybody's home for the most part we already spending money on every other platform I, I wouldn't mind spending 15, 20 bucks to watch a movie at home, get my own surround sound system and stuff like that. Cause I feel like that's where most of my money investment is going to go anyway. It's the system to be able to have that theater experience. Me personally, I'm not going back to no theater. <laughs> I'm nah. just not. I just, I, I don't think that I will be consciously okay. Not knowing if like, like they may say like, okay, yes, we clean after every, they barely cleaned when we were there. No, yeah, movie theater is you know. one of the dirtiest places on the planet. I, in America. Uh, yes. Yeah. America. Never. It's like a hobo behind the trash can dirty, man. <laughs> so and then they be like, ooh, just sit in these plush lounge chairs that oh, this hobo man. just moved all up off of. No, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm telling I'm you. I'm good. Hey, man. That's some of that yeah, trash I truck just, that I was talking I about. Know. I, I think mm-hmm. that they can, they can, I don't feel like they should have took it completely off the calendar. I mean, I'm not, I want to know like what was like, what were, what was the process? Like what went all into the, the why? Like okay. why are they pulling it off the shelf indefinitely? Now, okay, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Um, because we've seen some movies get, go straight to VOD, like, Trolls, Wultor, like yep. Scoob, you know, yeah. that didn't really take terribly a lot to make as far financially. So it's like, are you going to make no money and keep waiting for that level movie to come out? Or are you just going to release it a VOD? And what mm-hmm. you can do is you can charge that 15 or $20 and that's the money you make. Yeah. And mm. uh, they have it for three days and then they let it go. Or whatever, but when a movie takes 150 million or 200 million dollars to make, the usual cycle is that you invest that much money, you get the movie made, 
it makes like half a billion to a billion dollars right. off box office receipts. And then it gets released to home movies. And then it makes another round of money. Right. If yeah. you take the theater system out of the equation for mm-hmm. that high level of movie, you're skipping right to the home video yeah. side of the game. And which is just a fraction of what the it's it's sizable, but it's yeah. not what you can so... make with the theater because you're charging fifteen, twenty dollars a ticket for some of these movies. Right. And you got multiple people and the theaters are involved because they get people to eat their food. That's what I feel like is going to happen. If it does shift all the way to the other side of this, the studios are going to find out they don't need these theaters anymore. Yep. Well, herein yeah. lies the rub, right? right? So you allow me to stream this at my house mm. for, let's just say, I don't know, $25, right? We cap it off at $25. Shawnee gets to stream this at her house. But Shawnee's got a master plan. Mm-hmm. Shawnee's uh, got a big Shawnee's got a screen in her backyard you know what mm, I mean that's, that's Darius Shani, you're talking like Darius now and Shawnee Shawnee's <laughs> created Shawnee's created a path experience for all the baby path kids we're, we're watching Mulan mm-hmm. in my backyard ten dollars yeah. a head you know what I mean yeah. I didn't went to Kroger and got all the ten for ten dollar candy you know what I mean I'm out here and, and the parents Coffee. hey drop your kids <laughs> off of here ten dollars each y'all go out there and have y'all a social distancing date night <laughs> I yeah. cleaned up. I yeah. cleaned up in the in the name of blessing our church. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So think about and I'm and I'm just thinking about this on a small scale. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Somebody is out there right now thinking of ways to this is this is a bootlegger's paradise. Yes. Oh, bootlegger's that, paradise. Trust me, I got a plan. I got it wrote out and everything. That's right. Let me everything. hold your BB gun and you then we can saying? talk about a plan. It's gonna be real shotguns when I'm at. It'll be like Almost a candlelight experience. It'll be exactly. like, you know. I even <laughs> barbecue. You know what I'm That's saying? right. Barbecue. That's right. I'm telling you, I had barbecue plate experience, man. You know what I'm saying? Yo. I had, some had you some adult beverages, even have some, you know, real pure juice made up for the kids. Because when I get this 100 acres, it's Listen, hungry. you don't even, bro, you don't even need the 100 acres. Oh, we I need just, it for like, my cows. No, oh, what? That's another story. I'm a farmer. But I mean, we can. Breaking bad. Uh, <laughs> you what you farming, I'm a farmer. bro? What, what are you farming? Anyway, crystals, meth. We could line up the street. You know crystal what I mean? Like, Did you just say crystal meth? <laughs> hey, I guarantee that movie experience would be like no other. Because there would be drugs involved. But this is, we, this we is going too far. This is going too far. <laughs> they'll, they'll, be out, <laughs> they'll be out there fighting the Transformers for real. <laughs> My name is Umbabalo. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think uh, people. I, I think another motivator whether a movie goes to VOD or not, is something like Trolls World Tour, something like Scoob, kids' movies often have, like, the merchandising they have to tie in. They're selling dolls and toys and stuff, and no kid's going to buy that stuff, or no kid's parents are going to buy that stuff. There's no movie. You know what I'm saying? So they got to get the movie out to the... They got to get the movie out to the masses. Mm -hmm. So 
that's another yeah. motivator to bring it straight to VOD. I don't know why Mulan hasn't taken this route by now. Disney has it. They have their own streaming service. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers has HBO Max now. Uh, yep. So, but I know Tenet, they are going to wait. They'll wait two years to release yeah. that. Because that, yeah. that's $200 million. Yeah. $200 million to make the movie. So they, yeah. it's got to hit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. All they got to do is beef up advertising. You know what I'm saying? It can but hit. you know, I think if we talk about, even back to circling back to what Mel has said, right, about creating these drive-ins and these drive-in experiences, I really feel like our, like, our virtual reality, like, technology is about to take a major leap. Because mm-hmm. if I'm sitting in my car, I'm not about to just sit in my car and watch no screen like I was fighting. No, you don't need drugs. You just ha- have to put maybe adult beverages, but you just put, you know, I don't know. I'm sure somebody right now is dreaming up a master plan. Right. That doesn't include drugs, bro. And we are going to, we are going to see like major, major leaps in technology. If we're even thinking about paying $30 a pop to watch a movie in my car, in my Nissan Sentra, I ain't paying $30 to watch movies in my Nissan Sentra. Mm. I'm not. (laughs) What if hey, it was man. a Tesla? Hey, man. I mean, does a Tesla come in a the movie theater? Like, I'm just saying, like, if you oh, get a Tesla, would they can have somebody in the, and then had a drive in, and then you have a dude named Bagaman, a couple of them that go around and clean off people's windows. Or you can have a technology, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can have that technology that, because you know, like Cadillacs and their cars, they're, um, the gauges can appear up on the window and stuff like that. What if you had something like that you could put connect to the window where the move becomes your windshield? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you can have your own close series. You know oh, I actually like that idea. It's, it's it's cool to do because we have two pane window. Uh, most of the windows and cars are two pane, and that's all you need is that space for some kind of light to refract off of, and then you can mm. create that. And with wow. the sound, and then you can give people Dolby sp- speakers, or they can use the speakers in their car, because I got some dope speakers in my truck. So I mm-hmm. like to hear the movies outside of that, and you can hook that and make it a whole virtual experience. Like she said, all you got to do is have it right. Yeah. I'm probably giving away free ideas. I don't like you are. Like you just stop. And yeah. you <laughs> be quiet. <laughs> but I mean, I'm like, sure. you know, yeah. Yeah, somebody man. has All written that. down at least one idea that you gave away today. Yeah, I wrote it down. I was like, "Listen, <laughs> I need that." First tip number one: cover but, your windows in foil. But what you said, Steve, it, it makes <laughs> it makes sense of why you know the whole theater thing. But I feel like, like you said, I mean, it's it's, it's still a sizable amount they're able to still make with like VOD, like even though I think that's the way it should be. Yes. Because I mean, they may not recoup everything because the box office will like consist of domestic and international. So right. I feel like internationally they may be able to do something because I know like they some countries have been able to beat COVID unlike us. Right. So they may be able <laughs> to do more things in that regard. But I think domestically, um, the video demand is still not a bad idea. But I guess if they've done calculation and just you know. I, I just think for now, I just think for now, the studio system is, it's terribly inefficient. Like, okay, it's yeah. been basically the same since 1975 with Jaws. You 
have this movie that intrigues people. You you know, you do the trailer, you market the bejesus out of it, mm-hmm. and then you just hope people watch it. Right, and right, right. So it's not a terribly efficient way to make money. Now, it works for the tentpole films, the Avengers of the world, the Star Wars of the world. It's always worked for them, so they keep doing it. But my uh, personal theory or kind of, you know, model to the whole thing is not every movie needs that. I think Stuber doesn't need 3,000 screens yeah. in a movie wow. theater. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, that yeah. could go straight to video on demand, get a lot of eyeballs on it, and we can all make money. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, instead of like, because what happens in the theaters for movies like that is like you take on for every Avengers that you take on as a movie theater, you'll have several other movies that just don't make it. Yeah. They just don't. Yeah. Make it. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? They don't even yeah. last. They last two weeks and they're gone mm-hmm. and they don't make any money. You know what I mean? So I think VOD would solve a lot of that yeah, for movie theaters. So. Yeah, I, I think a shift is coming. Like I said, the economics just have to line up. It's going to take like a tentpole movie to either not make money because so many people are too afraid to go to the theater and see it. Or, you know, something on VOD to do a ridiculous number. Like everyone who has a VOD is seeing this movie and there's no way you can deny it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what's so, going to change it though? You know what's going to change all that? A vaccine. The vaccine will clear all that up. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking that. Most people will. I'm not. I ain't going to take it either. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to take flu shots. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, well you know, I mean, look at like measles, mumps, rubella. You know, eventually people had to vaccinate for that. But that's a whole nother thing. You know, like measles was yeah, a I thing. Should... Like the mumps were a thing. And now they're not because yeah. of MMR. So. I got chicken pox, man, when I was a kid. So I, I, I self-vaccinated. I was about to say, like, clearly oh, you didn't yeah, take I the shot. But kid, my mom didn't, you know what I'm saying, she didn't get down on that side of the game. So, you know. Got you. But yes. I survived, you know what I'm saying, because I grew up in the country. You know what I'm saying? The country. We know. We talked you know about that. We're not we going back alive. there. No. Or you killed possums and people. Eat. With your eat red I'm, mud. I'm country as well. Eat that I'm, sweet I'm mud. What sweet mud? Wait, what is a sweet mud? It's red. It's red mud, red clay that like come off somewhere. Like most of the time, it's close to a like mountainside or hillside, but red, red clay. Yeah. But it got a sweet taste yeah. to it. So what you, you said, eat you were eating dirt as a child. Okay, yeah, it's delicious. Child, I don't care. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to say, man. It's delicious. I ate dirt, chalk. You were made from it. I needed yeah. to enhance my yeah, body. I, that's why I can get <laughs> shot right now and I won't even die. I'm an expert. This ain't even a real thing. <laughs> no, I oh, ain't yeah, dirt it for real. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah for real. Straight up. Why Why? Why your parents... <laughs> wait, I had to uncross my lips. Why your parents let y'all eat the dirt like this? They didn't know. Well, because they ate know. it. Yeah, my I grandma mean, ate it, so you know what I'm saying. So, that's actually you know. like not. I'm still that's alive. A disease. My immune system. Okay. No, it ain't. No, I'm about to say my immune system. I ain't gonna catch nothing with them immune system. Whatever was in that you dirt. Know, man. 
That was the vaccine. Wow. I think y'all need to start selling it now then. Y'all need to drive up to the North Georgia mountains and just start dropping it off at poor people's doorsteps and being like, hey, eat this. You will survive coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) You see how how crazy this is? You see how crazy y'all sound? What? Nah, but I'm going to tell you. Piggly Wiggly. They sell chalk. chalk at the yeah. The I used to eat that chalk all the time because it used to come in bags and it used to be like rocks, like pure chalk from out the ground. You know what I'm saying? There's Not so that. many things to Joan Yuan right now. Rocks, chalk, Hebrew is the right, Rahim. It is what it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I grew up. I used to chew on those little red weeds, some sour weeds that used to grow up in grow in your yard, you know, those ones with the, the red tips on the top. No, Darius, I'm a suburbanite. I know nothing about I, what yeah. you're talking about. I grew Please. up in the suburbs. I'm country, and I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> what about he honeysuckles? walking around eating yeah, I did honeysuckles. I did honeysuckles, yes. Honeysuckles. I, I about to say, God, Lee, man, y'all from Georgia, man. Y'all better <laughs> represent. <laughs> well, I don't have this has been a pleasant stroll down memory lane. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Shawnee has gotten to know a lot about us, particularly Mel and Darius. But let's get to know her. Yeah, <laughs> get to know Shawnee Marshall. Uh, we are here to talk about her many uh, social media ventures, and uh, starting with your Let's Talk series. Um, yeah, yeah. So, how did what inspired this idea? Like what? What inspired this idea to talk about women of the Bible to women and and other people? Mm-hmm. Low key, because we've been lied to for years, right? So, like, if you think about it, like all these like churchianese churchianities that people have learned over the years, it was just like, well, you know, you know, Esther, you know, she. But no one ever really studied these things out it's almost like all this tribal knowledge that just been passed down from like one church to another church mother to another church mother and been like you know it's a sin to show your knee on wednesday you know (laughs) i cannot do it anymore (laughs) it is a sin um where your hair in its natural state i i just wanted women to have a biblical conviction about whatever it is that they choose to do um because the word is a weapon you know yeah. so let's use it with care yeah yeah awesome yeah awesome. hey awesome that's good that knee thing that took that's me out i mean you know my knee showing right now i might cause somebody to stumble i'm just saying that's why i'm backed away from the camera like this see <laughs> I grew up in the South, and yeah, some of this stuff that that, that like I know, I used, I used to go to this church. Women can wear pants or anything. Yep. Like, I I open open shoes. Shoes. You wear pants, you are not close to the Lord. And I was just you like, what? You ain't close to God because you wear pants? Wow, my sister in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can't wear no feet. Can put no feet out. Can't have your shoulders out. Oh. Nothing. No. Yeah, so, I remember them days. So, what I want to know also is, um, how much of this concept has been something you always wanted to do, and how much of it kind of came like kind of necessity of the time, everybody being indoors with COVID and everything like that. Is this something you've always wanted to do, 
or did, was this something that was just kind of sparked by, oh, you know, recently? I think it's kind of a marriage of both things, right? So like, you know, like my dream maybe like five years ago was to be like, you know, like a, like a, a female Tony Robbins, right? But then Jesus got a hold of me and it stopped being the Shawnee show and it started being about um, literally like God deciding that he was gonna represent me to the world and represent me um, in a way that most glorifies him. And this came out of um, really like people thinking to themselves, like we, ha we have all these pastors, all of this information, all of this knowledge, like how are people reading the Bible and getting all of this information from it? So mm -hmm. it was like, okay, well, let's show you how to study as women. Let's show you how to study the Bible. Let's show you how to um, develop your own biblical convictions about things. Let's open a floor for you to ask questions that you wouldn't necessarily normally ask in a normal yeah. church setting. Um, and let's talk about some of the hard things that nobody really wants to talk about. Um, mm. even some of the hard things that you don't even like feel comfortable with. I have, I think I've always been the kid that has said the thing that every, that's on everybody's mind. Cause I just don't, I, I mean, I'm not scared to look stupid. You know what I mean? Like if I look dumb, at least I said it, you know, at least I yeah. have an answer as opposed to walking around just being scared, you know, my whole life. So, mm. um, I think that like COVID kind of birthed it because there wouldn't have been a platform for this. Um, it definitely would have been harder to gather as many women. I think like we're, we're, we're in between like 35, 45 women every week, every Tuesday night at eight. And um, I mean, we're just having fun. We just mm. get started. Mm. Yeah. I've yeah, been able to I attend at least one <laughs> so far. It's all good, love. Yeah. I love you. It is. Well, you know, I my schedule is like all over the place. So, you know, I always read your little Instagram stories. Mm. <laughs> we find they find Instagram stories. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, too, you know what I'm saying? Just like I I I agree with you on you know, being able to say the uncomfortable things that people, you know what I'm saying, are not used to saying because I'm I'm like that too, cause I just ask, cause I'm just like, hey, I don't know, so I gotta ask. Yeah. I ain't gonna sit here and be quiet, you know what I'm saying? Or, and when you give me something, I'm be like, all right, I got that. I'm finna go read it, and I'll figure some things out on my own, because just like as we all know, we have to develop our own convictions on things. You know what I'm saying? It's up to us to uh, fight for that conviction. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times we, we get into that part of just going to church, you know what I'm saying, and sitting down every Sunday and just pass the tell us something. We're like, yep, that is church. That is Jesus. And amen. Let me go back to my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's it's good to be able to do something, you know what I'm saying? I think it's very innovative, even though I can't sit in on it because I'm a man. You know what I'm saying? We're going to invite the men soon. Um, I think one of the things that, that women never hear, because I so one of the reasons why it came to me, like, let's talk, right? So like, when your wife sit down and talk and, and, and want to talk to you, she'd be like, baby, let's talk. You know, typically y'all cringe. Like, Boy, let me tell you, I'd be like, well, that shit sends something up my back. Oh, that. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Let's talk about it. Brittany? Oh, man. Oh, my God. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. I mean, every husband in America, every, every man, you know, you get that, you get that text, you get that phone call. And it's like, baby, let's talk about it. And they're like, wait, I don't want to talk. I think what is really important about um, bringing men into the conversation is that 
we as women, like we're very communal. Like me and Mella could be on the phone for hours talking to each other about nothing, right? But it'll be what what really weighs heavily for me. I even think back on my childhood, like the five words that my dad said to me, you know, like they they're far, they're few, they're in between, but they hold so much weight with women that we'd want to invite you at some point in on the chain. I just didn't want to get into a groove where we were uh, uh, making this about relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Five ways to get a man on a Wednesday. I don't know why Wednesday. Oh, is why is Wednesday? A- <laughs> I'm about to just about to say that. I'm like, what is Wednesday? Know, that's, what that's happened what in your life on Wednesdays? Exactly. Is that I'm about to say Wednesday? Maybe I'm gonna get a man on Wednesday. Maybe it's prophetic. <laughs> I don't know. It's coming through my spirit. He's gonna propose on a Wednesday, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I understand you how on that that turned into a relationship thing. Cause I'm telling you, like I don't did things in the past at the churches. Like we used to have this thing called a round table. We just had brothers and sisters in there just talking about stuff, and we used to have to steer it away from relationships. It's like, we ain't just talking about relationships. We're talking about Jesus and their God yes. and all the things in the Bible. And it used to get very hard because that's how, just like, that's, I used to struggle with that because it was just like, man, y'all just struggling on, y'all just thinking about getting in a relationship. Y'all ain't thinking about being better, fighting for your relationship with God. And that. you just talking about, well, a brother and a, a sister, they thought this about me and I want to see what I could change to be able to maneuver my way into their life. And you'd be like, saying what I was doing, you know what I'm saying? Right. What had happened was, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, so like I wanted, I wanted women to like take a moment and focus on like purpose passion who is god calling you to be in this season of your life you know what i mean because right because and then also too i want to also want to take the opportunity to discuss with them at some point what if it never happens for you yeah who are you going to be then what if it never ever happens um i think that like society is god enough is god enough is his purpose for your life still going to be fulfilled like Mm -hmm. are you going to run Or are we, are we even as women, like, you know, I, I did this, all of these ways, I did all of these things for Jesus so that somebody could find me attractive enough to get a mate. Like, nah, this, this is not why we run in this race. Right. You know? Right. So let's bring it all back to basics. And like, you know, while you walking around your house and you're by yourself, while you're, you know, and, and, and also too, like, can you still be rooting for your girlfriend who is getting married next month, you know, right. who is having a baby next month? Or right. are you still in your heart, like, you know, feeling a way about right. it? Like, figure out, yeah. like, what your relationship is with Jesus. Fall in love with the character of him. And then we can circle back around that once we whole, healed, and complete later. Right. Yeah. It's like a that's, building stage. Yeah. You know? Like, you have to break down these uh these these entities that you placed in your mind of what things are and rebuild this like i think because i i mean if i'm being honest i always feel like i was wrapped around that idea too like i feel like my 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 um discipleship became revolved about revolved around being in a relationship because i feel like it was talked about so much and i felt so much much pressure you know whether it was indirectly or directly and i'm just like i think i've always i've had conversations like this with darius and steve and their wives respectively together uh, all the time because they have so much insight and wisdom about this 
um, because, you know, you have Steve and Brittany on one hand, like they didn't have the typical, like, I was single as a disciple and kind of went through campus and the singles ministry and, you know, da 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 da. It was like they came in engaged and they had to go through their own process to get to where they are now, as opposed to Darius. Like they kind of went through those, you know, you know, uh, individual experiences, dating in the kingdom until they, you know, dated each other and now they're married. So I, I just like, I love those type of uh, perspectives that I'm able to gain, but also I think in having those conversations, it became less about why don't we have a lot of conversations about what my purpose is as a single woman, as a single man, you know, and not be so focused on the things that I do results in me doing this for a particular person. I'm doing this for the relationship, my relationship with God, to be yeah. strengthened in my relationship with God and to understand who yeah. I am and him. And if God has written that in my story, it will come at the appointed time. You know, so I, and then that goes back to what Shawnee was saying. It's like addressing, like, what if that that doesn't come? Is God enough for you? Period. Like, is God enough? Because you don't even want that relationship that God does bless you with to take place place of who He is in your life. God is your first love. He is not something that He is like He comes first. Like He is first. Like He is like the thing that you need to be invested in, especially in, you know, my time, you know, in Shawnee's time, you know, of Whoa. singleness, it's like, these are the years that we ain't gonna get back. <laughs> Yo, listen. <laughs> Transition. Hi, like, I can get up and go and do whatever. I can travel. I can do this. I can do that. I don't have to really consider anybody <laughs> in that way. You know, like, I have so Yo, much freedom and time to really deepen my relationship with God so that when that individual does come, it's like, man, we just... We just uh, complimenting each other at this point, and we and our goal is still heaven. You know, yes, we'll have yeah. fun. Yes, we'll build that and stuff like that. But it's just like the goal never changes. I think uh, we talked about this during the singles retreat a lot, and I we can't remember the name of the class, but it really was like something focused on like godly relationships. And I think that as disciples, um, growing in our knowledge and our understanding about what godly relationships look like, my relationship with you means. I would rather us not be friends. I would rather us not be together. I would rather us never talk another day again in our lives and you get to heaven. Then it means like, that's how much I love you. I esteem your relationship with God more highly than I have, than I do my desires. Like when we become disciples, love is about dying every day to ourselves, our desires, our wants, our dreams, our aspirations. I mean, I don't know about a whole lot of people, but before I became a disciple, I always had a man. You know what I mean? I had yep. shelved three, four, five of them. You know what I mean? Oh, well, like, I don't, know don't come around. Play you. I'm just, well, you know, I'm not a man. Uh, <laughs> I'm just You know what I mean? It, 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 it don't take a whole lot. I live in Georgia. It's just, I'm sorry. Oh, God. But just being, being honest. Like, hey, you ain't going to come at us like that. Now. I'm a I mean, Georgia man like, all the way. Y'all out eating dirt bro like <laughs> that, was, that was in my childhood that was in my childhood and it was delicious. when i was a child i did childish things no, <laughs> bro, now, now i am a, a grown man um i no longer eat dirt I eat, so that because I, I am dirt and kale. Uh -huh. I am. and i will ass not is, die the, the, the dust i got that i got that <laughs> you know what i'm saying 
I get it. That's, you know, I love it. I love it. But like, you know, I want women to develop like real biblical convictions about like, not just God being their first love, but God being their only love. You know, like this is who, this is who he tells me to be. This is who he instructs me to be. And like falling really in love with yourself all over again. Um, Falling in love with yourself being a good friend, knowing what that looks like, just mm-hmm. being a basic everyday good friend. Um, and that starts, I think, you know, a base camp with sisterhood, you know? Yeah. So as we're growing and developing all of these things, that's what the start pants. is. And that's right. Me and Mel will be wearing the same shorts sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh man. And if I may add to this conversation, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the, <laughs> I, I always say like marriage is not like a spiritual graduation it's it not, not your next level up of discipleship you, you're not like a li- uh, young disciple you come into it and then oh i'm married so this is my next level this is the next logical exactly. step you don't get your wings yes yeah yeah you're not getting your wings or whatever <laughs> marriage is just like a ministry just like any other ministry mm-hmm. you are blessed with yeah that's like saying you're a spiritual failure if you don't become a pastor mm-hmm. yeah, right you, yeah. you could be short-sighted in that sense yeah in a way marriages is just another one of those ministries where if you have it okay this is something god made so now i can glorify god by making it attractive to the world in god's way yeah um yes. as opposed to not um, but if that's not your ministry, there's other ways to serve. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So. I think yeah. um, my convictions about marriage are so much different than they were before I became a disciple. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I think about it, um, the only reason why I feel like I would need to be married is if my marriage and my married life glorified God more than my single life. Like, mm-hmm. And right now, it don't. <laughs> like, right now, it don't. Like, right now... My single life um, is elevated in a way that I feel like for the first time in my life, it really does glorify God. And if God brings someone along the way, it would be because that thing glorified him more than me by myself with him. Right. Mm. Yeah. And and like, too, and I tell people a lot of the times, like, too, like, yo, (laughs) what is going to help you if you if you you're not putting God at the top, you know what I'm saying, in your single life. You ain't going to put him at the top in your marriage. Your Absolutely marriage be one step behind. Because even in your marriage, you still got to put God first, you know what I'm saying? God, yeah, wife, everything else, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? And just like with wives, God, husband, everything else. Because God mm-hmm. always brings you back to your square. Just like that's why I feel like if you don't develop that relationship with God in your singleness, you don't have close relationships. You learn how to be who you are in your singleness. You will never be able to go anyway. It, it will show in all aspects of life, professionally, yeah. everything. Like if God ain't first, your creativity won't never reach the height that it can yeah. reach. Uh, if you have got to reach where it needs to be. And stuff like that. And like I tell people, I said, this thing I believe about God, I don't want to die, go to heaven, and God be like, yo, what? 
I, I had this plan wrote out for you. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's a beautiful plan. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm here to look at it. And I look at it and I was like, dang, I was supposed to be CEO of the company. I was supposed to have this many kids. I was supposed to impact this many lives. Oh my yeah. God, that many lives, guys? Like, yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's If you had kept putting me first, walking the path that I wanted you to walk, even though it might have been hard, and yes, it was hard, yeah. but it was hard to mold you. Not hard to make you run away. It was hard to give you the strength, the courage, just to keep going to the next levels. But if not, if you didn't want to take that route, you wanted the easy route, you had to settle. So therefore, you did not live that good and faithful life. You were not that good and faithful servant. You settled. Yeah. I don't want to die Absolutely. that way. Yeah, I think, um, you know, even even to speak to that, like even the settling, you know, previous relationships that I had, I just thought like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm this age at this time, I probably should yeah. go ahead, you know, and go the distance with this person. And I think about it, like, you look up and you realize like who you are today, who I am today would not have matched him three, four, five years ago. We would have been on two different paths. Like, mm. I am super grateful for God's provision in my life. I'm so grateful that he tears up the things that he tears up. I'm so grateful that he just rips things like, and he rips me to the core. Like, I'm so grateful for his pruning, even Mm. in like all of these processes that we're going through. And I mean, sharing that, those are the, those are the things like when people you know, dial in the less talk, you know, on a Tuesday night, those are the things that are at the forefront of people's minds, which are, I am broken. I am hurting. I need answers as to why God is moving this way in my life. Mm-hmm. Because like, you know, it's cliche to say this at this point, but like people are struggling with like the difference between being planted and being buried, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. people are yeah. struggling yeah. Yep. with that and yep. they need to know. Yeah. Like God is not, God is not, you know, some kid with a, you know, with a magnifying glass on an ant trying to know, like God is a loving father. He's a good dad. He's doing all of these things for our mm-hmm. benefit, for our growth, um, and also for our future and our provision too. And the only way to get to know his character is not through some, you know, self-help book. Yeah. It is through the infallible word of God, yep. which yep. is what people need to be yep. digging into more often. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Indeed. Facts. Indeed. As the young people say, facts. facts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. But uh so as this thing has grown, um how have you how do you approach the responsibility you have in, in delivering this, like, just to kind of, you know, just let God do his thing through it, you know what I mean? Like, like, how do you approach your responsibility to it? And how has that changed as it's grown, you know? Mm-hmm. I think I'm loving it, but I'm also very humbled by it. And I think that when you don't create something and when God creates it, and I think that that's why God brought me to this place in life too, because if I had done this on my own at a different age, at a different stage, what would have happened with this is that the Shawnee show would have become a crap show. Legit. Like I would not have been able to, mm. I wouldn't have been able mm-hmm. to handle half of the comments that I received. Cause we, we received, you know, I received comments from the Christian community as a whole, not even just talking about like our network of churches, but the Christian community as a whole. 
And I think that had I not, had I not been able to number one, have the right counsel right now, you know, I think that, uh, my leaders are amazing. Like they will walk me through, they'll, they'll have my back. They'll come for me. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. Sean came through on the modesty talk and she leveled us. When I tell you she leveled us, she level set all of these things. And what it was so freeing because women, you know, what they need exposed on a Thursday would feel a way, you know, even about all of these different concepts about just because they never knew. And then when she, when she actually gave us the word, it was freeing. It wasn't binding. It wasn't holding us. Mm. It wasn't like, it wasn't some legalistic trash. It yeah. was the word that cut yeah. us and that it literally cut us and it freed us. I think um, having proper leadership come through, having people I love come through, support me. Um, you know, there are days where, you know, as this thing kind of grows, because I didn't, I, I literally just set off to do something fun on a Friday or, to, or a Thursday. Like I was not trying to do all of this. And as this kind of grows and expands, um, I'm growing with it. And yeah. I mean, as, as more people come or, you know, for however long God allows me to have this season, my prayer is that he helps me to be faithful with it, to be faithful with the women that show up and the men that show up and to always be watchful and prayerful, um, to always be, I'm, I am, I'm so humbled. Like, um, when God gives you something like this, it is a very humbling experience. Um, so like I work on, you know, checking in with people and pride, like, but I think that when you're in God's word, like it does something to cut you too. So, you know, I'm praying about it. People are praying for me. People are praying for this. And, um, as long, and I'll keep doing it as long as God continues to work. Yeah. So it is, uh, you know, and pray for me too, because this is a this is a, this can be sometimes a very high pressurized situation. But um, God is faithful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you have definitely to, got our prayers. Yo. That's the beautiful yeah, thing. Definitely Been good things about it. So you know, we gonna pray for you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Even though you make me sound like a criminal online, but you know what I'm saying? Like, That's all right. Criminal. According to Jazz, the FBI coming to my house before they come to yours. <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> this is an that you're creating. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so done. This was good. <laughs> but yes, yes. This Rashonda good. Mitchell. Uh, Rashonda Marshall. Mitchell. Uh, Mitchall Marshall. Okay. All right. All right. Uh-oh. I almost made it. Oh. I almost made it. Sean yeah. Marshall, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Mitchell coming for a Wednesday. <laughs> I might, hey, I might have I might have like predicted like a name for your future um spouse. You don't even know about him. First, last, That's first, right. I ain't even gotta last. change my initials. Exactly. You know you know I mean? yeah, keep, all, exactly. keep all your monograms. Yes. <laughs> That's everything. right. You know what I mean? Like it'll be like Mitchell <laughs> yeah, on my yeah, first yeah, book yeah. as opposed to, you know, I, I received that, bro. I received that. There you go. <laughs> Uh, put there Marshall. Marshall <laughs> keep your maiden name. Right. Keep your maiden name. M-M. You're super. You're a superstar now. You you keep your maiden name. Uh, exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> keep your maiden name. You write that first book. I just want to pitch on me in the back doing this. All right. 
Right. Wait, somebody, Mela, screenshot that right now so we can get the Hebrew clock in the background, too. Oh, no. All right. I'm, I'm right. command shift three in right now. Hey. Raheem, Raheem says this is a great book. I got it. Raheem says, oh, you could write it forward. It would be awesome. Yeah, and exactly. Be the right you know there. what I mean? That'll be the photo. From the, from the aluminum foil windows and the Hebrew cloth uh, window covering. Okay. Um, I'm here to tell you guys about this amazing book by this amazing sister, uh, Shonda Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but uh, another question I have is just your Let's Talk series is about different women in the Bible. Uh, what has been your most lively talk, probably besides maybe the modesty thing, but like your, your most lively discussion, like which uh, biblical woman? I think so far Esther's probably been the more, most lively. I mean, Ruth was lit too, because Ruth always, women join thinking that they're going to find their Boaz, and when they realize that their Boaz is Jesus, um, you know, they'd be like, oh, you know, yeah. but um, yeah. but Esther, I think Esther, we talked so much. There's so many, there's so many wonderful things that are happening in that story and um, really like how she took some risks. But also too, um, I think, women forget especially in church um and i want and i want to awaken this in women I, one i want to awaken a spirit of boldness in women um but i mm. also want i want people to i want women to know that it's okay to be beautiful that it's okay to be attractive that that's not a sin yeah um i it want them not. to be it's not it's not i want them to be free it's in not. that i want them to um to not be afraid to take risks Esther took huge risks. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I want them to not be afraid to ask for the things that they're wanting in life. That's yeah. a big thing. Mm. Um, and oh also be audacious enough in their prayers to believe that God will do it. Mm. And I wish my little sister had social media. That's mm. good. Yeah. Well, we she can send it a live recording. Come through. Yeah. We record every Wednesday. So, yeah. I'm like, Shayla, you need to go in this group and learn something about, <laughs> learn something about womanhood. I think this is a great, I think going back to what you were saying earlier, I think just the whole emphasis on just creating these smaller groups to uh, create safer spaces for people to, to, to speak. Yeah. A lot of the times, you know, uh, in bigger settings, you just, like Darius was saying, you kind of go with the flow. You come get a word and you just live your life like you have all these questions and all these different uh ideas that you want to you know ask or put out there but you don't really there's not a lot of spaces for that especially like within a women community and the fact that you're able to like god was able to give you something to be able to bring women in a way bring women together in a way that's empowering that's refreshing that's uh you know, being able to even go through characters in the, the Bible from a different perspective, a different lens. And I, I appreciate that it's not like just you talking. It's like you have people, other people that's giving perspective and insight and just your, um, I guess, your approach to it, um, your humble approach to it as well. It's like, I don't know everything. And I'm sure that the people that are speaking don't know everything, too. It's like we're all right. learning and growing um together so I, I i mean i love like this platform that you know god is yeah. able to birth through you um in this way um that brings glory to him number one but two is just like 
the women that are being impacted, you know, by this and being able to gain a different perspective on things that, especially like people who just grew up in the church and you, you know the scriptures, you know what, you know, what this says and all these different things, but it's like the application part is missing so much. Uh, mm-hmm. And so being able to have that environment where, because it, it's not just a whole discussion, but, you know, when I went to, like, you have the breakout sessions as well. So it's even yeah. smaller groups to where now you can be more specific and have that time to really kind of break it down and, and, and be able to be vulnerable if you're willing um, and honest uh, and contribute to the conversation that you could actually get out of it as well. Yeah, I think those are those are some of our most like um, amazing moments is is these breakout rooms because uh, I, I like to say that that's really where the magic happens, right? So we lay a foundation, but we want we want women to leave with with application as well because I mean, like I think what happens, you know, even like Darius was saying, you go to church and you know, pastor, you gives you the good word and you go back to living your everyday life, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't want people to just go live their everyday lives anymore. I want you to be changed. Yeah. I want you to I want you to take up your mat and walk. Like, all right, cool. We got some really good information today on Sunday. Now what does it look like for you to take up your mat and walk and take like your life into, you know, your own hands and go out, oh I'm I'm gonna walk, you know? Yeah. Getting the the relationships that need to be formed also too, like in those small groups, because um I mean, I do them at random and you never know kind of really where you're going to end up or what you're going to get. But um, I pop into each one of the small groups and I see these women ministering to each other, like literally ministering to each other's wounds. And mm-hmm. I am, I, I mean, I think I cry almost every episode. Like I do. I think we cry all the time um, because of, of what happens when we invite the Holy Spirit into the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What he'll do. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to have one of them songs like the old Baptist churches. Like, hey, allow the Holy Spirit to come into this room. Hey, and they I've been trying to get Jazz door. to teach me our old church song. He was teaching. <laughs> wow, oh, um, it's a few. It's a few of them. It's a few. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is Pastor Jazz still here? Is the question? Yeah. What? Who knows? It's Pastor. He was here. He was here earlier. Yeah, he was here early, you know what I'm saying? But he gone now, you know what I'm saying? It's popping popping out. It's cool. Yeah, thank you for coming through, Pastor. Pastor. You know what I'm saying? Bishop Vic. Bishop. Bishop Vic. (laughs) We love that. I'm I'm a you know what? That's a Christmas present. Come to Jazz. Oh Bishop Vic. Go ahead and get him a um he needs a sweat rag. So Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, he need a sweat rag and he need a uh, Cadillac. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man, but, but uh, yeah, Shawnee Marshall, Shawnee Marshall, Shawnee Marshall, everybody, we appreciate it. She's come through. She's chatting it up with us. Um, she's been through the topics. We got into her uh, Let's Talk series mm-hmm. uh, that she is blessing Instagram and the world with. Uh, and zooms and whatnot. Uh, so we're gonna get into something we like to do at the end called final thoughts. We'll oh. go on down the line. Just you know, just a final thought you want to leave with us. We'll let you go. Giving our final thought. Our, yeah. Yep, you'll let you uh, go uh, first since you're our honor guest. Ah, <laughs> oh, wow! Final thoughts. Um... Final thoughts is this was fun and uh, and Jesus is Lord. 
And if you don't make him Lord, you don't really have much in life. So our, our, our life, our creativity, all things flow through him. So I don't know if you need some help, turn the light on, hit us up. We'll help you with that. Mm-hmm. Turn on lights. Turn awesome. on the awesome. lights. Awesome. Final and thoughts. Walmart Mel- is trash. Oh, Walmart is oh. Trash. yeah. Walmart is trash. Walmart is uh dumpster can behind Grady. <laughs> Oh, I'm a Grady baby. Oh, uh, oh. that hurt a little bit. I grew up. I was born in a shed called Wills, Wills, Wills Memorial Hospital. Like I tell you, anybody from Lincoln on this thing. If it's somebody from Lincoln on there, tell them I'll people about Wills Memorial Hospital, yo. Wills Memorial Hospital. You can go in there for a cut on the arm. You will die. <laughs> that's how bad that hospital is you know what i'm saying like i can't believe we don't have no that. words for that yeah wills memorial hospital you trash you know what i'm saying i'm glad I made final know. thoughts melody <laughs> darius go get some help um yeah my final thoughts. This is a good show. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited about this, man. I just feel like we're in the lab again, you know, yeah. not, like together in the same place, but we still have that synergy and I love it. Um, but this, uh, I saw this on Shawnee's story actually, and I took a screenshot of it, by the way. I don't remember exactly what it said, but it says something along the lines of, if you know that your call, start living like an answer. Oh, oh. yeah, I seen that. Yeah, that was good. That was, that came from my whole life. <laughs> so I want to encourage y'all, if you know that you are called, start living like an answer. And I mm. hope that outside of our banter today and laughter and and taking in this, this conversation and earlier, because we did kind of hit on relationships earlier and, and just even the conversation that we had with Shawnee, I hope that you guys are uh, taking it in, too, taking in little nuggets and, and really starting assessing your life. And if you're a woman out there, I definitely highly suggest that you join these conversations uh, for the one that I was able to attend and the ones that I will attend in the future. Uh, it was empowering. Uh, and I know Shawnee has that information, so we'll give her an opportunity to... Uh, Shout that out too Plug it. in the description yeah. as well. But um, yeah, I think this is a great show. I'm excited about next week. Uh, ne- not next week, but the next time that we get on here. Uh, August 9th. Yeah, that's that's uh that's all I have. Steven right. Neal. Kick it off, baby. All right. Well, my final thought is just um I noticed yesterday Regis Philbin passed away at age 88, television legend. Um, And if you want to uh, just get an idea of how legendary he is, he he holds the Guinness Book of World Records for most hours on American television. Wow. 16,700 hours plus on television. Wow. That is, that's a lot. Um, a definite fixture to be sure. Um, 
And uh, yeah, man, definitely an indelible mark on, Amer on American television and worldwide television. So uh, yeah, R.I.P. Regis Philbin. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, well, final thoughts, Darius J. Yeah. <laughs> we do that together. Man, <laughs> final thoughts. Uh, <clears throat> live every day like it lasts. I know uh -huh. it's cliche, but do it. You don't want to leave anything on the court of life. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. A lot of times in life that we fail to seize opportunities that are put before us just because it causes us to make a hard decision. And the path don't look as entertaining or as, as safe. But if God don't call that path out for you, it's a path worth taking. So you should. Because many times in this life, everything that is good has been worked for. Just like the salvation that we take part in as disciples and Christians. It has been worked for. It has been paid for at a price that you cannot pay back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Say so. Again. And this life is fleeting, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It is as a vapor, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's here and it's gone. You don't know when it's your time. You don't know when it's your day. These are troubling times. Mm -hmm. We've seen people, loved ones, friends, loved ones, all that pass away. So don't let these, pa these days pass away without you acting on your dreams. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Going after your aspirations. Yeah. Praying. Lifting up your friends, you know what I'm saying? Being accountable to their dreams and their aspirations. You may not play a specific part in it, but you can be their biggest cheerleader. You know what I'm saying? Amen. You Amen. can be the person lifting them up towards that. You can be that person that allow that don't allow them to forget what they set out for. Because believe you me, as dream chasers and my fellow dream chasers on this podcast with me right now, we do know that it can get discouraging. And yeah. we do need yeah. friends and loved ones to just touch us on the shoulder and say, hey, it's okay. I know this day was hard, but strive for the next one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The sun mm -hmm. will come out again. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, that's it. That's my final thought, guy. All right. All right. So that uh, concludes this episode. And like we alluded to earlier, uh, in two weeks' time, two weeks from today, on August 9th, we will have author T.K. Ongolusi with yeah. her new memoirs Let's go. approaching. And I have um, the privilege to be able to design her beautiful book cover. Wow. Uh, it was an amazing experience, and I'm so, so happy for her. Yeah, I'm happy Let's for her. Let's go, T.K. Yes. Um, yeah. So, no, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. No, nah, I was just going to say, you know, anybody else had things they had to plug. You know, it's the end. So if y'all got things yeah. to plug, plug it. Where can they uh, tune in, Shawnee? So we're every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can watch my stories. You can follow Sean and the Sunshine. Um, and uh, we'll send out the Zoom every mm -hmm. Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. Steven Neal. Yes, like your other show, man. Okay, oh. yes. I have, when I'm not conversating with my co-hosts and guests and such, um, ha, yeah, um, I have another podcast. It's called The Film Crew Experience. 
Uh, you can search it just like that. Uh, FCX, the film crew experience. You can search it just like that. It will come up on um, Anchor, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts. I am a former movie theater employee, and so is my co-host, Aurelia T. So we get into just different topics about the cinema and just everything that's been going on. Um, so we just have some interesting debates and conversations regarding that. Um, the latest episode was a blast. Um, you know, two on in, see what I'm talking about. So yes, that is my other podcast, FCX, The Film Crew Experience. Yeah, and I wanna tell y'all that I am now putting together my podcast. Let me tell you something about life. You know what I'm saying? Coming in the winter. You know what I'm saying? That's when I got Let's it scheduled go. for. You know what I'm saying? It's coming in the winter. I'm finally going to do it. I'm going to be telling y'all something about life and the ways of my country self. I ain't trying to be sophisticated, but I am me. And everybody that know me know how I get down. It's going to be funny. I love it. I love it. I love uplifting. it. Mind Your Own is coming back. That's called my love. three. Season three. Yes. Season All three. Right. And yeah. it may be video. Now that I have this set up. Oh, oh well, yeah. Oh, Might yeah. as well just use it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So yeah. it's coming back. There's no, I, I don't know when, but y'all see. Because I actually just hired two interns from my company. And uh, yeah, the hope is that they become permanent and they'll just be my social media team for everything that's on the umbrella of the archive. So nice. Nice, nice, nice. I'm excited. That's good, man. I'm excited for you. Uh, thank y'all everybody for tuning in. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Thank you, Shawnee, for coming on and talking to us and sharing your life with us. It was fun. I did not know you was this hilarious. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's been good doing another show with you guys. You know, I love y'all, y'all, my yeah, brothers and sisters and stuff too. like that. I know I love y'all to death. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and this was conversation, guys. We, we talk, talked about, about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get that deep radio voice one day. I'm going to be like, yeah. yeah. Quiet, st- quiet storm.